guess we'll just start with the COVID one so that we have it. Um, okay. Um, when COVID-19 is over and you could travel anywhere, where would you go and why? When it's over, or, or if I'm, it, let's say it'll never get over, but I'm assuming that nobody's at risk and I can travel. So when it's over, where would I go and why? And expenses, no, if I could go anywhere and I didn't have to worry about paying for it, right? Yeah. Yes. I would like to go back to the Middle East with my, my husband is from the Middle East. We went there about three years ago. He hadn't been back for close to 50 years since he left there, his country. We visited many, many things but I would like to go back because in the in, since we have come back in those three years, this, we said, wow, we saw this and this and this. But I my husband says, I really wish we could have spent more time at that particular site or this one just to, you know, explore it more. So I would love to go back there and do that second trip, you know, without waiting another 50 years. It would be outstanding to do that. Yeah, that sounds incredible. Um, and, oh, like, what did you guys, like, usually do, like, when you were there? Like, did you, like, try any, like, foods or anything that you really liked? Of course, absolutely. <laughs> Food is, like, one of the number one things with my husband and I. We love to eat. Um, but basically, instead, we contact contracted with a private tour rather than going on a big bus or something since my husband spent his childhood actually in three different countries there it was more important for us to see the places of his childhood you know like his apartments his churches where did he go to school all those things than it was to just see I mean we saw the pyramids and we saw the, the big hot spots as if he weren't from there that we would have liked to see but the food was absolutely fabulous. The only problem with the food is that before we left on our trip, we went to a health provider at the university. They have these professionals who are, that's their field, you know, travel physicians or whatever. So they interviewed us about, um, you know, what countries we're gonna be in. They showed us all the health cautions for those particular countries. And they said, the number one thing is, do not eat fresh fruits and vegetables that are uncooked the whole time you're over there. So we splurged a little bit because we hadn't been there for 50 years. And we stayed at the Four Seasons, which is a posh, posh place to stay. And we drooled when he went down to the buffet, breakfast buffet every morning. I mean, it costs like 50 or 60 bucks if you're just paying standard dollars. They had the most beautiful mangoes, fruits I've never seen, all sliced and diced on these platters, but we couldn't eat them. <laughs> but we did eat a lot of the, you know, the native foods that my husband, the cooked things. So we sent, we actually, you know, we were familiar with a lot of them, but we enjoyed eating them when we didn't have to cook them and it was just a little bit better taste over there. Yeah, I, 
I think food has a special place in my heart too. Um, but like, um, so like in general, like what would you say is like your favorite food ever? I'm like looking for more like recipes to try. Oh, my favorite food ever. Do you have like eight hours? Um, let's see. <laughs> Actually, I would probably say I tend to be a person who loves sweets. Sweets and breads, anything with carbs related to it. So it would probably lie in the range of these homemade scones that my husband makes that are made out of pure cream with craisins and walnuts. I could eat probably six of those if I weren't like a borderline diabetic. <laughs> and I wanted to keep fitting into my pants, but I love them. COVID is just making me want to eat like um, and like try a bunch of different things. Um, and then, okay, this is going to be like kind of like a switch change of topic, but where are you from? Like you mentioned your husband's from the Middle East and like, yeah. Okay. I am from a small town in Iowa. I, it, I don't know if either one of you have ever heard of this town. It's called Fairbank. No S, it's not like Fairbanks, Alaska. So it's Northeast of Iowa City, about 90 miles. When I was growing up, it had 850 people in it, okay? So it's a real tiny town. In fact, my high school was called Wapsie Valley and we had three schools consolidated to make up that, that one high school. So it's close enough, you know, to visit, uh, most people don't live there anymore for my family. I only have one that still lives there, but, um, but that's where I was raised. So when, when I met my husband, who was from Cairo, Egypt, that's where he spent most of his childhood growing up. It was like a person that's raised in the largest, one of the largest cities in the world, meeting Miss Smalltown, Iowa, who trusts everybody and leaves the door unlocked. Yeah, both have interesting stories from like your like childhoods um and then also just like in general like advice do you have any advice like you would give to like or like any things that you feel like shaped your high school years like even though you went to like a smaller high school absolutely Absolutely. I would say the things that, sh you know, how they say the political cult the political things that were going on when you're coming of age really influence you for your whole life. I was reflecting on this last night while I was watching a, a movie. Uh, the thing I think that shaped me the most was when I was in high school, uh, the Vietnam War was raging. So people that I graduated with and people that were older, as well as my younger brother, all had to worry about being drafted, you know? And, you know, friends died. People I know lost their children and relatives and and, it, and it was the protests. I, you know, the protest happened when I was in college. But the, the other two things that shaped my life is, are, um, Absolutely, the civil rights things. Like I was born in 1950. So 
even though in a, from a small town, I wasn't so tuned in. I mean, I, I, we didn't have social media and all that to, to keep abreast of everything that was going on. But just integration of Blacks into the schools and all those, you know, the assassinations. I ha we had a lot of assassinations that occurred. You know, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Evers, Bobby Kennedy, John Kennedy. All those things occurred when I was coming of age. And then also, I think the third thing is the women's movement, you know, Gloria Steinem. People started burning their bras. That was a great thing. <laughs> so all those conscious things, those political conscious things, that I, that's what I remember when I was coming of age. And they still impact me today, thank goodness. Because actually we're still dealing with all of those things. And I feel more isolated lately, but that was really inspiring to hear about. Um, like, do you have any like role models that you like look up to or like? Well, there's lot, there's lots of roles. What? We're halfway. Okay. You know, I saw that. I saw that question when when the gener when the list was generated. You know, for possible questions that could be asked. And you know, I think it's a, like Gandhi. You know, he's one because he's so he was so so nonviolent, but he accomplished so much. Nelson Mandela. You know, he stood up for what he believed, and he spent so much time in prison. But you know, uh, the more simplistic one is probably, I don't, I don't remember what his, his real name is, but Fred something, Mr. Rogers. You know, Mr. Rogers, I like you just the way you are. The guy that wear the red sweater and he's the, Jane, do you even know who I'm talking about? That's funny. I bet you weren't even born yet when Mr. Rogers was on. Oh my goodness, that's funny. He died, he died recently. But there used to be a kids program, man. Let's see. Who are the people in your name? No, wait a minute. No, that's Sesame Street. Sorry. <laughs> Mr. Rogers was this grandfatherly type guy. He's probably, he's probably my age, actually, or even younger than I am now. But at the time, he seemed old. He had a program, and he'd always walk in from the front door of his house. He would walk over to his closet, and he would hang up his cardigan sweater. Basically, the moral of his stories were always, he was a slow talker. He was always talking about, I accept you just, I like you just the way you are. And I mean, if this world could just be like that, I just think it would be a better place. So Mr. Rogers is one of my, my, my top guys. I will definitely have to check it out. You gotta check, check him out after you get off this, Mr. Rogers. I don't remember his real name, do you, Julie? I think it's Fred something. I saw him speak. I was at a conference in Washington, D.C., and he was a keynote speaker, and he was incredible. I mean, the audience was just sitting there in awe. He doesn't use big words. Everything was simple. But he was, he was a real person. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, I love the message, so I will definitely check it out after this. Um, and then... Um, I, 
I think you mentioned your grandkids um, or having a grandkid. And, um, like, how old are they? And like, yeah. I've got two beautiful grandsons. Okay. First guy is now 16. So he is learned, he has gotten his driver's license. In fact, when I was, I haven't been able to see him for a year because COVID hit, you know, but the a year ago when I was there, I took him out in the car, practice driving and I nearly, I nearly had a stroke. <laughs> but, but anyway, I'm trying to tell him, slow down. We're going down. He lives up in uh, North of Spokane, Washington. So we're going down this icy path between a semi-mountain, you know? I'm like, why are we accelerating, Benjamin? We should be decelerating. There could be ice down at the bottom. But anyway, yes, so he, he's a wonderful guy. He likes to do track. He plays trumpet. He, he's an interesting character, you know? Actually, Jane, are you about 17? Fourteen. Okay, so Ben is just a little older than you. So cool. Anyway, and then my second grandson is Raleigh. It's R-A-W-L-E-Y. And he is eight, soon to be nine. And he's like a mega Legos king. He's probably got enough Legos. I bet if he sold his Legos, he could support my husband and myself until we die. He has so much money invested in Legos. Actually, a lot of our money invested in like, <laughs> but he's a smart little guy. And whenever I have any questions on how to run anything technologically, I either ask Raleigh or Ben, because you know the statement, it's intuitive. It's intuitive. Well, people of my generation don't have that kind of intuition. <laughs> Most, I shouldn't speak for everybody, but we had on and off buttons or something up in the top, it'll say, press this or that. Where Jane, your generation and maybe Julie's, suddenly you just know it because your finger knows it's supposed to go to the top right-hand side of the screen and swipe down. But unless people like me see a button that says, put your finger on it and swipe it down, <laughs> we're clueless. Anyway, they're cute little kids. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I mean, I don't think I'm good at technology either. Like recently, um, I thought my camera was recording me on my computer <laughs> because there was like a red dot, but turns out it just had a camera cover and that was the camera cover. So I went to like Best Buy to like ask about it and they were just like, oh, you just needed to slide the thing over. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm definitely not that intuitive, even though I grew up in this generation. Um, but I'm sure you're still good at it. Um, I'm working and, at it. I'm working <laughs> at it. Um, you also mentioned biking. Do you have any recommendations for like trails to bike um, in your tree trees in LA? Well, you're, you're live. do you live right in Iowa City? Yeah. There are so many asphalted bike trails within the city limits that they're amazing. Um, I live over on the southwest part of town, so not too far off of Rarit Road. So I like to go out to True Blood. Do you know what True Blood is? It's kind of, yeah. yeah, as if you're going to hills that direction. So I can leave town here, go on asphalt trails, get all the way out to True Blood. But I also 
the other good ones are to take off and go out to North Liberty. And you can get there many different directions. I often go out through the bike trail that goes beyond university housing off of Coralville Strip. You can take the back roads there, cut across through the back of the mall, underneath the highway, up by Oakdale, and you, you can go all the way to North Liberty and back. And there's also a wonderful trail now that goes from Solon all the way, you can get all the way to the Cedar Hiawatha Trail. I've gone up to Waterloo before Evansdale. But, I mean, there's, there are so many trails in, in Johnson County that you can really enjoy without having to haul your bike on a car. Because half the trouble of doing that is trying to get your bike lifted under the bike rack. Yeah, that is really impressive. Like, I'm so impressed. Like, to be able to bike to, like, North Liberty. I, I, I've tried. I just do not have the stamina for that. <laughs> but, yeah. Also, I just looked outside, and it's really, I, I struggling is going to be really fun later. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, the entire street is, like, now completely covered in snow. Exactly. So Julie's sitting there going, oh, man, I'm just going to watch my condo guy do it. <laughs> What's another hobby that you like doing besides biking? And stuff? Well, in the summer, I love I we ra we used to raise vegetables. So until last summer, we had this enormous garden that uh, my husband and I spent a lot of time. But then we started saying, oh, we're going to build a home up in Northwest, up in Spokane, where my daughter lives, north of Spokane. So we're going to be traveling a lot. So we, we sod it over the top of the garden. And then we got COVID. Spokane so had, had, had a great garden, but alas, it didn't happen. <laughs> but I do love the garden. We had a garden for, for probably 45 of our almost 50 years of marriage. So how would your three best friends describe you? I think my friends would describe me as compassionate, um, uh, overthinker, for sure, um, and um, probably compassionate and overthinker, and um, I think like caring I don't know I feel like I that's 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 like my best on the spot assumption of what they'd say about me I think that's that's wonderful that your friends would think you're compassionate and caring because if I were to have a friend I would definitely want those qualities but what do you think they think you overthink that, that um, that's a lot of thinks but what do you think they think you overthink 110% like grades or just like life in general, but like mostly school, like and assignments and stuff. So they, they have to put up with me like being like, I think I got that problem right, but I might not have, but I could have. So yeah. So they like to listen to you kind of rationalize it after something's <laughs> happened. That's fun. You sound like it'd be fun. <laughs> fun to be around. Okay. So let me ask you this. Now, this is 
I know we have COVID and everything, but so, so do the best you can answering this. How do you spend a typical weekday? A week in the life, a weekday in the life of Jane. Okay. Um, wait, would you rather have like a COVID weekday or like without COVID weekday? Tell me both. Start with the not COVID weekday. Okay. Um, I think pre-COVID, um, I would usually like walk to school and stuff. So that would be like fresh, a breath of fresh air. And um, I go to school for like eight hours and then I come back. I probably would like walk home with my friends and stuff and like maybe we'll like study together for a little bit. And then um, I do a lot of clubs at my school. So like, I probably have like a couple clubs or something. And then um, I'd eat dinner. And then sometimes I convince my grandparents to play like cards with me. So that's like pre-COVID. Um, and then like a typical COVID weekday, I think I like primarily just exist in my room now. Like this is, this is my new living place. I'm kidding, no. But um, I, I mean, I think just because I do online school, I do like shut myself up in my room a little bit, a lot. But um, after school, I also have like a couple online clubs. And then like the rest of my day is like pretty much the same minus like hanging out with my friends in person. We do like Zoom calls and stuff like that. So that's how it describe my day. Well, tell, you mentioned clubs. Tell me about some of your clubs that you're in. Um, yeah, going along with, yeah, my friends also consider me an overachiever, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a UNICEF club, um, which is super fun. I love fundraisers. Um, debate, which takes up like, you'll probably hear, it's like my new personality trait, doing debate. Um, Science Olympiad, um, show choir, 1440 Interact, BPA, which is like a business club. And then I'm, I th I'm probably missing one, but, and then I also play piano, so. Holy smokes. <laughs> I don't know how you have time for school <laughs> with all those clubs. I try, I try. So have some of those clubs have been able to continue using Zoom, some of them? Um, most, yeah, all of my clubs are online. Um, okay. Except for show choir, like we do like social distance, like dance stuff. And then, but like sometimes we'll have like online rehearsals. Online rehearsals, that must be interesting. Yeah, it's, um, I'm a, okay. You know, like the Zoom thing and how like nobody turns their cameras on. Um, I'm like a show choir dance captain. So I'm supposed to like teach everyone how to do the choreography. And so... I, I am kind of obligated to turn my camera on and I just like everyone else has just like has a black screen. And so I know that everybody has to like see me painstakingly try to dance. Emphasis on try. Now, let me ask you this. After you've illustrated the dance step, do you then say, okay, now I wanna see um, Betty here turn your camera on and show me how are you doing Betty do you say that um I I don't think I have the guts to do that <laughs> I should try it though I should definitely try it yeah 
Yeah, you should. I want one question. What's 1440 Club? Um, so basically the name comes from how they're 1440, like 1,440 minutes in a day. And it's like a volunteering club. Like we volunteer at local things like um, houses into homes and stuff like that. And that's also part of how I got involved with this. So. Oh, wonderful. That, that's really, because um, I, don't, I don't know. Do you find that during the time of COVID, it's really changed the amount of activities you can do volunteer for, or have you found ways to substitute uh, those activities using the internet? Um, I feel like, okay, in terms of clubs, I feel like I have a lot more flexibility on what clubs I can do because I have like, they're online. But with volunteering, I feel like it is a lot more restricted than what I usually like would have loved to do like me and my friends had a plan of like volunteering at like a bunch of different places but um there are still like um Varia still gives us like fantastic opportunities so we still get to volunteer that's great you'll make a I can you're gonna make a wonderful volunteer you you are already I can tell but boy we need young people like you especially when I get older and the rest of my generation gets older we're gonna need you to come around and volunteer for us Thank you so much. I genuinely, oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Let's see. Oh, here's a good one, I think. <laughs> so, so what do you think the, if you could say just a few under five, maybe under two, even one, if you don't want to do more, what do you think the biggest differences are between your generation and my generation? Okay. I, I'm pretty uneducated on this, but I think social media usage, just like technology in general, like that's something major that comes up to me. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I like think about like when I was little, how I never used my phone. And like now I can't like imagine a day without my phone, which is just like crazy to me. And I can't like imagine how it was back then. Um, and then also like, Probably, uh, maybe just like the cult, like just like how everybody behaved. I feel like it was it was a little bit different. Like, um, I feel like uh, more people just like okay, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Maybe also like how you dress. I know there's like a lot of trends coming back now, but maybe fashion. I don't know. If that's what. Oh yes. <laughs> That's great. Yes, I think you really nailed that one about um, technology, for sure. Yes, and how we dressed. Yes. And I don't know, you talked about, I think you did mention something about your grandparents. Did you? Yeah. So do your grandparents live close that you get to see them? Oh, my grandparents actually live with us. Fantastic. So <laughs> okay, so I'm sure they can. I don't know how old your grandparents are. Are they like in their 60s? I think they're in their 70s. I don't think they tell me either. <laughs> okay, bingo, because, you know, we're in our 70s. So that's hilarious. I bet you could have a great conversation with your grandparents about things that kids wear now and what we were allowed to wear in the 50s. In fact, you know, watching TV, even some of those shows, 
they're very stereotypical, but I bet I bet you your grandparents your grandparents are my are our age, I'm sure. In fact, they're probably younger than I am, but anyway. Let's see. You look really young, so don't worry about that. So. Oh, oh, thank you. That's very nice of you to say. That's kind. You know, because when you get to be older, you always have yourself frozen that you're like 40. <laughs> and then you're shocked when you look at the Zoom camera and you see yourself, you know, a 70-something young. Oh, my God, who is that? Anyway. <laughs> Okay, so okay, here's another one related to your family. So tell me a little bit about things your family likes to do together. Okay, so um, my dad's a pretty avid like movie lover. He like loves watching movies and stuff. And like he has a pretty extensive DVD collection. So we do a lot of movie nights. Um, and like he has a little bit of like a different work schedule because like he owns a restaurant so uh -huh. that's like a little bit different um, but during the summer we also like go like to Terry True Blood and like we go on walks as a family and also um, I think I've convinced my parents to go biking with me a couple times so that's typically what we do oh and we play poker like not like gambling poker just like cards so you understand that you understand the rules of poker. I'm impressed. <laughs> um, I, I need to retract that statement real quick. I mean, okay, we call it poker, but I don't think it's like actual like American like what you're thinking of. It's it, it we call it Chinese poker in Chinese, but it's like a lot different. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would be good at either though. <laughs> Okay, let me let me let you in on a little secret. I can't remember the rules of a card game from one game to the next. So anything you know about poker, I'd be totally impressed, <laughs> whether it's Chinese or American. But that's wonderful that you like to play card games and things together. It's it, that was one of the ways we used to um, have fun when I, we were young adults and our our daughter was young, we'd get together with, you know, other families and play cards, not for betting, but, and then the kids would go and play in the backyard and whatnot. It was a really inexpensive way to have a night out. You know, that was, well, I, back in the seventies, you know, we used to do that. Oh, okay. This is changing the topic a little bit too. Now you said you're 14. Okay. How do you, right now, thinking ahead, how would you like to be spending your days when you're 25? Okay. Um, my favorite topic is my future because I definitely don't overthink that. Um, but um, I think I really love traveling, like obviously not in like COVID times, but um, I really hope to like have the freedom to travel a lot when I'm like, at least in my twenties. And um I want to get like a job that like allows me to travel more and stuff. And um, yeah, I don't know. I'd be happy anywhere just if I could travel. So that's Fantastic. What kind of a professional job do you think you might be leaning toward or, or ha are you not having any thoughts whatsoever? I think I was thinking of like freelancing marketing or something. That's like oh. what I'm thinking towards, but. I'm not that educated on like different fields for that yet. Sure, you're 14. You got you got a long, <laughs> long time. But 
that would be fantastic if you could travel around and do something you're passionate about. Fantastic. Okay, you asked me about my role model. So tell me about one or two of your role models and how they most influenced you so far. Okay. Um, ooh, one, I would probably say like Michelle Obama, like just like watching the news and stuff. I'd like watch YouTube clips when I was younger. And like, I just like look up to her speeches and just like her entire like personality and just like how she is so well-spoken. Um, so that, um, and yeah, I mean, she's definitely influenced me because like, I feel like, I don't know, she just like opened a lot of doors at least. And then um, two, I would have to say my grandma, like this isn't really like a celebrity person, but um, my grandma, she is like so strong and I'm just like really like honored to be her grandchild. And she just like can do so many things. She also loves gardening and like, she knows how to cook so many good meals and like, just like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I really look up to her and like how she, talented she is. That's wonderful. It's so wonderful that you're close. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you can have all these real interactions with her and, you, and it sounds like your grandpa too. That's, that's great. Okay, now you asked me this one too, and I'm going to ask you the same thing. If you could go anywhere in the world, even right now, not wait until you're 70 like me, but could go anywhere in the world and expense wasn't a deal. Wasn't it, you know, where would you go and why? Okay, um, well, I think you can travel at any age, and I, I, I feel like you would be amazing at traveling, but um, I think... I really would just love to go anywhere in Europe, just like anywhere. Um, I was planning on becoming like a foreign exchange student to Italy, um, but like that eventually like ended up not working out because of like COVID and stuff, but probably like somewhere in Italy just to try the food because I don't know, I, I love the food. You know, there's gonna be a CNN special this week. I don't know if you watch CNN at all, but it's, it's a guy named Oh, it's T-O-C-C-I or something like that. He's going to be doing a travel special on uh, going through Italy and talking all about their foods. So you, you might want to see if you can check that out. It wouldn't be as good as tasting it, but uh, you could plan your trip, you know, for when you can go. Yeah, definitely. I'll make sure to check that out, actually. I hope you, I hope you make it. Make it to Italy <laughs> sometime. It's, it's a beautiful country. We got to go there once. We loved it. My last pandemic question for you. What's challenged you most, Jane, about the COVID-19 pandemic so far? Um, I would probably have to say like social life. Just like, um, <laughs> I consider myself an outgoing person, I think. Um, and I just like miss being able to just like randomly like just be like, I like my cousins actually live next door to me so like I miss randomly just being like hey do you want to come over let's like go bike to like the mall or something and obviously it's just like a little bit less accessible because of COVID so um yeah I def and like also my friend Kamakshi like I haven't seen her in a year so that's kind of weird so definitely um like just missing talking to my friends like in person absolutely Thank you. I think you have a lot of company in that respect. Um, 
with the same sentiments. But thank you. I really, I got to know you better. I appreciate that. Yeah, it was, inc it was so nice talking to you, genuinely. Likewise. Thank <laughs> you.